In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Happy New Year to everybody. Um, every time at the beginning of the year, we always speak about um, what is kind of past uh, in the past year, what we can learn from it, what we were thankful for, um, and also how do we prepare ourselves for the new year. What do we want to do differently? What are the things that we want to change? What are the goals um, that we have? And so it occurred to me um, in Ephesians chapter 4, St. Paul is speaking about this idea of renewal. And he's speaking to the Gentiles, the Ephesians who had recently become Christian um, as converts. And he was speaking to them about their old life versus the new life. What is the way that they were living before, before they accepted the faith? And what is the way that they are to called to live now? That now that they have um, accepted the faith. And so I wanted to go over it just briefly, just in like 10 minutes. We can read it together and we can contemplate what is it that we can learn from this. So he says, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their minds. He's speaking again to the Gentiles. So these Ephesians who are Gentiles um, living among Gentiles, living among all of their peers, all the people who they have been with all along. But this group has been, um, has believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, has accepted the faith, has been baptized, have become part of the church and the body of Christ. And yet they are still living in the same community that they were living in all along. And so he's saying, do no longer live as the rest of the Gentiles walk. Don't live like the way that you used to live before. Because now you are called to something different. And this is interesting when we think about culture. Because the Ephesian Christians were of the same culture as the Ephesian non-Christians. They, they grew up in the same environment. They understood the same things. They had the same culture, the same history. But now the trajectory of these Christian Ephesians was now very different than the original um, trajectory that they had. And indeed the rest of the Ephesians um, that were living there in the city of Ephesus who were um, still... Um, pagans. And so he's saying here um, that the rest of the Gentiles are walking in the futility of their mind, meaning the, the, the philosophy that they had, their understanding of the world, the way they reasoned, the way they lived was futile, meaning it had no end purpose. There was no goal at the end. That in whatever it is that they did, in the end it was without any kind of effect or any value, no matter what they did, no matter how they lived, whether they were rich or poor, whether they enjoyed their life or they were miserable in their life, whether they had big families or small families, whether they um, you know, had good opportunities or didn't have good opportunities, in the end, the life was futile because it, had, um, it, it didn't have the right goal or the right purpose. He's calling here these Christians, he's saying, um, you should no longer walk the way that the rest of these Gentiles are walking. Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of their blindness of their heart. Right? Their understanding is darkened, meaning they cannot realize or understand the truth. You know, sometimes people um, are so programmed in a certain way of life, a way of living, a certain understanding or their values, that anytime you try to shed light on what it is that they're doing, they can't comprehend. It reminded me actually one time of um, a story that I had read uh, about there was this group of people who lived in this poor country and the country had so many diseases. Um, and they discovered, scientists came in and they tried to figure out, like biologists and, and health scientists, they tried to figure out why, what is the source of all of these diseases. 
And they concluded that one of the biggest sources of disease in this country is because the butchers, whenever they would cut up the meat that would be purchased at the meat market, they would hang it up um, outdoors, like hanging from the, 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 the ceiling. Uh, and there would be so many flies that would come and land on the meat. And the flies would lay their eggs in the meat. They had had all kinds of diseases in the meat. And so when the people would buy the meat, of course, they would eat it and they would become sick. And this was like a perpetual cycle that the people were constantly getting sick. And nobody could, you know, everyone just kind of accepted it, that this is the way things are here. But then when they were told that this is actually the source of the disease was the fact that these flies are coming, the response of the people, they didn't want to change. They said, but we've always done this. This has always been the way that we have, you know, purchased our meat. There's always been flies. They couldn't, like, they couldn't connect that it's possible that something that they had been doing all along was actually the reason for their suffering. And maybe when we are so um, used to a certain type of routine and a certain way of life, a certain way of thinking, we don't realize that maybe certain activities or certain wrong thought patterns that I have or certain relationships that I have are actually the cause of my suffering. And the only way for, for me to actually find healing and to find renewal and to find change, like positive change in my life, is to sit and really look at what is my life. Here, when the Lord Jesus Christ, of course, he shines his light on us to enlighten our minds who are in darkness, to see a new kind of truth, to see the reality as it is, to see the world as it is, and of course here the Gentiles, their minds and understandings were darkened. They were alienated from the life of God. They could not understand. They saw the world around them as it was, and this was all that there was. There was nothing more that they could grow in. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. Meaning they were living a life of sin. And in a life of sin, they were all the more alienated from God. Because to be in a relationship with God, to be enlightened by God, means that we have to be pure. We have to be holy as he is holy. And these people, they were living in a life of uncleanness. Sin prevents us from reaching the potential that God wants to have for us. He prevents us from fulfilling all of the things that God wants us to have. So if God is granting us so many blessings, but yet it is because of my choices that I choose to disregard those blessings, to discard them, that they are no, not something that I cherish, that I set before me as a goal, and instead I live a life of sin separate and away from God. But we are different. And now here St. Paul is speaking to these Christians, saying this is the way that the Gentiles lived, the non-Christians lived, but how is it that we are different? But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him, and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. So he's saying if you want to be different, and if you want to truly live out in the fullness of your calling that, we, that, that you were called, put off your former conduct. And this is a message to all of us, because I know like at the transition from year to year, for many people, it's a time of self-reflection and a time of looking at what, was, what has passed and what is to come. And it is an opportunity for each of us at the beginning of the year to kind of reevaluate our priorities, reevaluate our habits, reevaluate our life. What is it that I'm going to place as my priority? What am I going to invest um, my time in? And this is, this is here what St. Paul is saying, put it off. Put off the old habits, put off the old conduct, put off the old lusts and the deceitful lusts and put on something else. He says what? Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 
and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. So this is the offer to each of us, to put on Christ year after year and day after day, that we are renewed in him, and that every time we fall in sin, we get up again and we, we are renewed in confession, we are renewed in the Eucharist, we are renewed in our faith and always place before us our goal. So each of us can, can examine our hearts and meditate on this and think what is it that I can do this coming year to be different from the old? How is it that I can put off the former habits? How is it that I can put on this new man and put on Christ and can you continue to walk forward and have a prosperous year? Again, Happy New Year to, to all of you and glory be to God forever. Amen.